Hello, everyone out there in the 6570 family project world. You guys, I have a question for you. When a storm comes through a forest, does it make a beautiful log cabin when it's done? No, of course it doesn't. In order for something to be built, it takes planning and designing. And that is exactly what we do here in the 6570 family project. Listen, we have a whole new year coming up soon. And that year is going to come and go no matter what. But you have an opportunity to build something great, build something amazing in its place. And that takes, you guessed it, designing and planning. And you guys, I created a perfect New Year family check-in for you so you can do just that. It's a quick 15-minute guide that everyone can have. You want to print out one for everyone, and it will help you reflect back and build forward in this incredible new year. Go pick it up right now. It is over at NellieHarden.com slash Happy New Year. That is N-E-L-L-I-E-H-A-R-D-E-N.com slash Happy New Year. Right there, no, no spaces in there with Happy New Year. So go grab that and get building forward in this incredible new year, new opportunity we have coming at us. All right, everyone, happy building. Hello, and welcome to the 6570 Family Project Podcast. If you are a parent of a tween, teen, or somewhere on the way, this is exactly the place for you. This is the playground for parents who want to raise their kids with intention, strength, and joy. Come and hear all the discussions, get all the tactics, and have lots of laughs along the way. We will dive into the real challenges in raising kids today, how to show up as parents and teach your kids how to show up as members of the family and individuals of the world. My name is Nellie Harden, big city girl turned small town, sipping iced tea on the front porch mama who loves igniting transformation in the hearts and minds of families by helping them build self-led discipline and leadership that elevates the family experience and sets the kids up with a rock solid foundation they can launch their life on all before they ever leave home. This is the 6570 Family Project. Let's go. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the 6570 Family Project, where parents are seen as family architects building the beginning of someone else's future. That someone else is our kids. And guess what, you guys? They are always watching us. And in today's episode, since it is this time of year, no matter when you are listening to this, this is always going to be a factor, but this is being recorded around the holidays. And you and I both know that the holidays are wonderful. They're amazing. And it's the great, some of the greatest time of year. And it can also be some of the most stressful time of year because of all of those family gatherings, friend gatherings, the expectations, right? To do all the things all at once and keep a smile on your face the whole time and be in holiday mode, right? And so I wanted to kind of, uh, if you're listening to this, when I first come, when it first comes out, then this is the last podcast of 2021 coming out. I can't believe it's almost 2022. That's 
crazy to me. Um, but you'll also be listening to this probably on the tail end of some crazy family get togethers. And if you're nodding your head right now, I totally get you. Um, so when you go to a family gathering, there is the complaining, the gossiping, the talking behind the back, the frustrations that are not addressed, right? This can be happening in all corners of the room. Um, and this is friends or family, right? Um, all corners of the room. And then definitely in the car ride going home, right? All the things. And it's so easy to fall into this trap. You guys, it is so easy when someone comes up and they're like, oh, did you hear what I don't know, cousin Joey was doing, did you hear what this? And you're like, no, what, you know? And then you're like, oh yeah. And it's just so easy to fall into that trap. And I, we can catch ourselves. And then I, I realize I need to do some repair work, right? Especially if my kids overheard it or what have you. And it's some things that always come to mind are, you know what? I shouldn't say that they're doing the best they can. Right. Or they're just doing what they know. They're doing their best. They're doing what they know. Um, how about this one? You know what? It's not my life. I don't need to step into that. Right. Or God created, uh, created them with love too. Right. All of the things. And these are things we need to remind ourselves of sometimes and stop ourselves in the tracks, but really showing our kids how to deal with this family turmoil through our own family turmoil. And again, I keep saying family, but it could be family and friends, whatever, um, is really important and showing up in that vulnerability and integrity. So what do I mean by this? Well, how we help heal ourselves and help heal others is through one thing and one thing only, just like with parenting, it's through all of those uh, courageous conversations, right? The conversation has to come first. The action comes after that. And then we have healing and reparations and everything after that. Right. Um, but there's really four areas or four groups of people that if you are going to a, a party, get together, etc., fill in the blank, there's going to, and, and maybe there's some, uh, some things that have been swept under the rug before. Maybe there's some pent up frustrations. Maybe there's some questions about things. There's really four areas of people then that you're dealing with. And that is willing and able, willing and unable unwilling and able and unwilling and unable. So let me walk through each one of these and what that might look like with each one. Cause you're like, that was a lot of words, Nellie. Um, I get you. So, uh, number one is the willing and able group. Now this is a great group. Maybe you have some issues with your mother-in-law, sister-in-law, mother, brother, uh, you know, sister, whatever the aunt, uh, Phyllis or what have you. Um, and so maybe you have some issues there and maybe they are willing and able to talk to like sit down and talk to you about those things. And this is the most ideal, obviously when someone is willing to have a conversation with you, that means that they're open to it. Hopefully it's not just a passive aggressive and, you know, them sitting there with pursed lips and crossed arms. Um, I would definitely put that into more the unwilling category, which we'll get to in a minute, but I'm talking about really willing and really able. 
to sit down and actually have a conversation and go over, you know, what happened, where the, you know, disconnection is. And if an apology is in order from one or both of you, then you go ahead and do that. Right. And what does an actual apology look like? I talk about this with my families a lot, but it's important for these apologies to be demonstrated outside of your immediate family too. So they can see your kids can see even more. And and I'm not saying that your kids need to be in the room taking notes as I'm watching this. That's not what I'm saying at all, but there will be a conversation after this. I'm sure. Like, just so you guys know, you know, um, uncle, um, Bob and I sat down and we talked through this and, you know, we, we met some resolve and so things are better now and, and what have you. So it can be a conversation later, but what does a real apology look like? Well, I have, um, I use an, uh, uh, created the Acker method. And that is, uh, there was an action at some point, right? And then there was a natural consequence to that action. One of you isn't happy. Something happened, what have you, then there's repentance and then redemption. Okay. So ACRR, but in that repentance, what does that actually mean? And a lot of people can, you know, go, well, you know, if I, I personally am a Christian, but even if you're not a Christian, you understand what repentance is. It's turning away from what is uh, causing the pain, right? And so uh, repentance means truly just turning away from the action. And when someone is apologizing and that someone might be you, it might be your child, it might be uncle Bob, whoever that is, you really need them to have good eye contact, right? That is very, very, very important to have eye contact because it shows that the person is actually talking to you. I mean, think about it when your kid is trying to apologize and they're staring off at the wall or whatever, you're like, no, you need to look at me. Right. And so eye contact is so important. So eye contact, a clear voice, like not mumbling or saying half words, or just like saying what we want them to say in this rush tone or whatever, but eye contact, a clear voice saying what they are sorry for, right. Or what you are sorry for maybe what you could have done differently and how you hope to move forward. So there's uh, what five, five pieces there, eye contact, clear voice, say what you're sorry for, what could have been done differently and how you hope to move forward. Those are five pieces to a great apology. Now, if uncle Bob is apologizing to you and he doesn't hit all of those steps, I don't need you critiquing him. That's not going to go well, right? These are for these teaching moments are for within our family. A lot of times we aren't going to be able to budge uncle Bob's apology, but, um, but if you are the one apologizing, that is a great frame of reference to have following those five criteria right there. Again, eye contact, clear voice, say what you're sorry for, how you could have done things differently and how you hope to move forward. Okay. And then resolve and just talk about it. Um, and then do exactly that move forward. Okay. So the next group are the willing and unable, and this is a very difficult group and that actually has been uh, exacerbated and grown so much because of COVID that's been happening. But I really encourage you to find a way with technology or whatever you can, because if you're both willing, then there is a way. I promise if you're both willing, there is a way there's even carrier pigeons, friends, <laughs> I'm not suggesting it, but I'm saying there is a way. Okay. So let's move on to our 
unwilling uh, groups here. So we have the people that are unwilling, but they're able. And unfortunately, this is probably going to be a big group of people, right? They don't want anything to do with it. You want to talk about it. There's something bothering you, but the, the uh, person on the other end is unwilling. They are able, but they're unwilling. And so that's when you have to have a conversation with your family, with your kids and really talk to them about how it affects you. Because I promise that your kids are going to run into this in their lives too. And they are going to be looking for a roadmap. Okay. So I really, something, you know, really terrible happened, or I really need to talk about this with uh, that person, but they are unwilling to talk to me. What do I do? Well, now is your teaching moment. Remember you're the architect in the 6570, these beautiful 6,570 days that uh, is their runway to adulthood and is your teaching and training zone, right? This is your high impact, high influence time. And this is when you can give them a lesson in this way. And really it's all about controlling what you can control. So you cannot control somebody else that is unwilling, right? But you can control yourself. You can get it off of your chest. Maybe that is journaling, writing a letter, um, even, you know, to some, de- uh, it, if it's at some degree going to a therapist, right. Um, I have heard people writing things and then burning it, right. Just having these cathartic release moments, writing it on a rock and throwing it into the ocean, right. All of these things, if that other person is unwilling, then you need to do something that is within your control in order to release this, because you don't want that other person, that unwilling person to lock you in an emotional jail that you cannot release yourself from, right? They're holding the key. No, no, no. You hold the key to your own emotions, uh, your emotional, mental, and physical well-being. Okay. And so this is a great lesson to teach our kids about controlling what you can control and accepting what you cannot control. It's hard, but there's many, many times that this is going to happen in life. And then there's the unwilling and unable. So there's something, there's some big, big boundary, um, international lines or what have you. And most likely, unfortunately, this, uh, uh, the person that you need to talk to in this category might have passed on. Right. And that can be really hard to have unresolved issues with somebody that has passed on. And so again, the, what you do about it goes back into the person that was unwilling, uh, unwilling, but able, right there, this person is just passed on. So they're unable. And, but again, taking control of what you can control and releasing that. Maybe that means you apologizing to them, even though you absolutely know you will never get an apology back from them, but you just need to forgive them. Uh, um, and maybe apologize to them yourself, depending on what it was. There's so many different situations that could happen out there, but maybe you need to apologize. Maybe you need to forgive them, even though they didn't say, sorry, 
again, just to get it off your chest. So you aren't walking around in that emotional jail and under that huge burden anymore. Just get rid of it. Control what you can control. You don't want to walk into 2022 with this again, burdening you. Right. And speaking of 2022, you guys, if you didn't listen to last week's episode about planning for your 2022 and what you're going to do to pivot your future, um, and the next year, go listen to that. It is so good and has some great nuggets in it because I want 2022 to make a mark in your family, right? If, um, I was graphing with my kids earlier today, we were doing uh, distance and time, uh, graphs, uh, we're doing motion and physics. And so I have graphs on the brain, but if you have a graph of your family and where you're going, I want 2022 to be a pivot year for you that sends you soaring towards your potential. And that takes planning and designing. It does not just happen by happenstance, right? It takes intention. And that's what we're doing in the 6570. We're waking up every single day with intention. Will it always go the way that we expect it or want it to go? Heck no, no way. This is life after all. This is family after all. There's in your family, there is more than you. So remember, we can only control ourselves. We can teach and we can influence and we can impact others, but we can only control ourselves. But within your family, by you guys taking the bull by the horns, so to speak, then or the reindeer by the horns this time of year, um, but you can take control and really set intention for 2022 and say, this is our year. So go back and listen to episode 21, you guys. All right. I know this is a busy time of year. I don't want to take up too much of your time, but I hope you have had and will have a fantastic holiday season. Uh, and if you are not listening to this around the holiday season, I hope you have a great day and week as well. And no matter what time of year it is, there is always those family dramas, right? Absolutely. So in the 6570, you guys, we are always building discipline and leadership today in order to shape tomorrow. And we are elevating the family experience and building a foundation of life for our kids. Remember, you are the architect of this project. So happy building everyone. Have a wonderful day and I'll talk to you soon. Thank you so much for listening today. And I hope you were able to take something from our discussion that you can use to build the foundation of self-led leadership in your own family. If you are a parent with children 17 or younger, and especially those around nine and up, I would love to extend an invitation to you to the best club in town. The Family Architects Club is a private club where intentional parents go that want to love, support, connect, or reconnect, and really truly help guide their kids and teach them how to self-lead in discipline and leadership. This is an online community and you are welcome to it. Parenting is a project and you are the architect of this one. You plan, you design, and oversee the construction of the beginning of someone else's life. And that's what goes into these first 6,570 days, and it will be the foundation for the rest of their lives. So come join the club. You can find your invitation on the front page of my website, NellieHarden.com. That is N-E-L-L-I-E-H-A-R-D-E-N.com. Thank you again for being a part of this conversation today. And if something really resonated with you, or if you have a question, 
please don't hesitate to connect with me. You can find me on Instagram at Nellie Harden. And lastly, if you loved the information, please, please leave a five-star review and a comment so more and more families can be impacted by harnessing the strength of these ideas and tools in their own families. So thank you so much. Happy building, you guys, and I'll see you next week.